Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Tech Authority Podcast, presented by Aussie IT Solutions. Today we're going to talk about the thought process that I go through when designing a new computer for someone. But I'm going to focus it on what I did for myself when I was building my own machine. So instead of buying a brand new computer that's pre-built with everything installed for me, I prefer to build my own. And I really want to focus on the thoughts that I go through so that you get a bit of an idea of the understanding that I go through when I'm designing a PC for someone else. And if you're planning on replacing your computer, then you can get a few ideas on how it can work for you. So the first question that you really need to know is what do you plan on using the computer for? And what software will you require on a daily basis? That's really the key question. Because without that knowledge, then you can buy any computer, but it may not do the things that you might want it to do properly. So when I started looking for ideas for the next PC that I was going to build, this was about a year and a half ago. I've still got a a newish PC. It's still it's actually almost two years old. It will be in June this year. But the focus was Windows 10 was coming out from Microsoft, and I wanted to use the latest and greatest stuff, get an idea on how the operating system worked, and use it before anyone else started using it. So that was the key thing. So I wanted to have all the latest and greatest software. Um, I also wanted to use Microsoft Office 2016. I wanted to use Sony Vegas Pro for video editing and photo uh, stop motion clips that I used for my photography. Um, I also like to do a little bit of live streaming from time to time. So photo editing with Adobe Lightroom, live stream producer, live stream studio, team viewer for remote access to computers when I help people remotely with their computer problems. Do a little bit of Snagit as well. Snagit is kind of like a screen capture program and you can record a video in there and Skype as well. So it's not used uh, heavily But I wanted something that was going to work for me, for doing mostly work, but producing podcasts, video and photo editing, live streaming, video production, and the occasional game or two. Um, So all in all, thinking about all of that, I thought, well, I'm going to need a fast computer. I'm going to need plenty of storage and a decent video card and a decent sound card for the podcast. And after looking at all of the software and doing a lot of research into the specs that it would require for the stuff that I wanted to do to work properly, I then came up with the specs that I wanted to build for the next computer. So I prefer Intel hardware because it just seems to work better for the things that I do. 
especially for business side of things. Um, I prefer ASUS hardware if I can get it. I think that their hardware seems to work better than a lot of the other brands. Not to say that the other brands aren't good, uh, but for my personal opinion, I prefer the ASUS hardware. I just seem to think that it lasts a lot longer, especially if you buy more top-end gear and um, you want your computer to last longer than three to four years. I can actually get at least eight years out of a computer system without, without having to replace it, which is great because I'm not spending huge amounts of money over eight years replacing a computer. I can spend two to $3,000 on a computer, but it'll last me eight years, so I'm happy with that. Um, so I bought an Intel processor, an i7-5820, 2011-3 model. I got an Asus X99 Pro motherboard with 16 gig of Kingston RAM. I bought an Asus NVIDIA GTX 750 video card. And at the time, it was a pretty good card. Uh, but right now, it's not so great because a lot of the games run a bit sluggish on it. Um, I bought two Seagate 2TB solid-state hybrid hard drives, uh, which means that it's a little bit solid-state, so it runs a bit faster, but it's still a little bit mechanical as well. So even if it does break, most likely I still will be able to get the software off the machine or my data off the machine if something goes wrong. Um, I bought a Creative Sound Blaster ZXR sound card, which is the top of the line sound card in my opinion. Um, it just seems to perform better than most onboard sound cards and the sound quality is really good. And I also bought a Rode NT-USB microphone, which is what I'm using for this podcast at the moment. And with the sound card and this microphone, I have a lot more sound quality, better quality than what I would get with a standard Logitech microphone. I also got a Logitech BCC950 webcam for video conferencing. I also have a... Razer Stargazer webcam for live streaming. I bought a thousand watt thermal take power supply. A thousand watts was probably a little bit overkill, but I thought a bit of room to move with a video card and any other components that I stick into the machine, it should handle it with no problem. And then I bought an Antec mid tower case to put everything into. I also have a Blu-ray player, a Blu-ray recorder from Pioneer. I did have a DVD recorder in there, but I changed it over to a Blu-ray player just because it's more affordable than it used to be. So those are are all the specs that I got for the machine. And this machine performs brilliantly. It runs really quick. It does everything that I want it to do. And that was the whole goal. So... Now I just have to see how long it'll last before I need to go and replace it. The other thing that I wanted to talk to you about, I just got this uh, Razer Stargazer uh, webcam, and it's a new device. 
It's got some really good technology in it. It's one of the world's most advanced webcams at this minute. Um, it has an ultra-high frame rate capture, so you can actually record and stream in 720p and 1080p, but in 720p you can actually get more frames per second, and it captures at 60 frames per second, which is pretty awesome. It has dynamic background removal. So if you can think about this, if you're sitting in a room and there's a lot of clutter behind you and you want all of that stuff gone, without having to actually physically move everything or shift everything, you can use dynamic background removal and you can basically blur out the background if you wanted to. You could also put a picture up behind you if you wanted to. In a way, it's very similar to using a green screen, but without having the need for a green screen. Like, you don't have to go and purchase one to set it all up, which is fantastic. Uh, it's got 3D scanning capability, so you can actually scan objects like phones, cameras, or anything that you want in 3D. Uh, or you can do face recognition, 3D scan your face, which is pretty cool. And then you can print it out on a 3D printer if you really wanted to. Uh, the other thing that it has is that it's got uh, the capability to use face recognition as well. So if you wanted to plug up this camera to a Windows 10 PC, because it will only work on Windows 10. Sorry Mac users, but it's only for Windows 10 at this stage. You can plug it up to your PC and use face recognition. Instead of using a password on your computer, you can then log in with a picture of your face. So as soon as you walk towards the machine and the machine recognizes who you are, then it will open up your computer for you without the need for a password. Pretty awesome. So that's all I wanted to talk to you about today. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. We will be back next week with another episode. I've got a special episode coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Got my first guest. Looking forward to that. Uh, I will tell you more about that next week. But for now, that's it. We'll see you next week.